In this episode, we will talk with the product line directors from the producer and suites to hear about the latest innovations from Ertis Imagine, Geo Media, Image Station, Ertis Apollo, and Geo Compressor. Welcome to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian, and today we are going to be talking about new features from the producer and provider suites with the release of Power Portfolio 2018. I'm joined by Brad Skelton, Product Line Director for Ertis Imagine, Vince Smith, Product Line Director for Geo Media, and Chris Tweedy, Product Line Director for Ertis Apollo. Gentlemen, welcome. Thanks for joining us. All right, well, Brad, let's start with you a little bit. Tell us a little bit about what the Imagine team has been working on. Okay, well, first, a little background on Imagine. Imagine is a product for remote sensing. So that is, we extract information from imagery. Uh, and we've been doing this for a very long time. Uh, this time for the 2018 release, the Imagine team has been improving on that and increasing capabilities. Uh, it's fully 64-bit now. Um, we've added a lot of capabilities if, to support new sensors, to support new sensor models, uh, new capabilities in our radar uh, side of the product. But uh, an important thing about Imagine is the way we deliver this capability. We have a, a tool in Imagine called the Spatial Modeler. Um, and the Spatial Modeler allows you to uh, graphically build new algorithms. And we do it with these individual operators. And we've begun putting all the capability of Imagine into these operators. In this version, we've added about 90 more operators in the system that cover things from image classification to feature uh, modification and extraction to radar grammetry, photogrammetry, etc. So we've really extended the package this time. Love it. All right. So there have been a lot there's been a lot of hype about machine learning. So tell us about machine learning and how it's been incorporated into Ertis Imagine. Okay. Well, and that is one of the big focuses of the uh, spatial modeling work we've done this time is in the machine learning arena. Um, and it really fits into the Imagine Bailiwick because extracting information from imagery is, is a form of machine learning. And so for many years, uh, Imagine has had early forms of machine learning. It's, of course, advanced a lot uh, in recent years. Uh, and we've we've taken back in some of that technology now and put it into Imagine in the spatial modeler. So uh, we've got machine learning that can be trained on various aspects of properties of images to extract information and objects. And we're also using what's called deep learning. Deep learning is a technique uh, that's that can can use imagery and image chips to train to be able to recognize features. And we now have operators uh, that you can train that can let you. Uh, recognize or find things in an image like cars or planes or tanks or even kinds of roads or fields. So that's been a very big focus of this release. Yeah, very interesting. Excellent. Well, Vince, let's talk about GeoMedia. So tell us some of the improvements in the 2018 release. Sure, sure, Brian. Um, you know, in the middle of last year, uh, we actually made a little bit of a roadmap change. Um, we had uh, visited some customers and had a lot of interest in the geo package, the OGC specification for storing offline data. And we made a decision to go ahead and, and add to GeoMedia a full read-write data server. Um, so that, that was a little bit of a, a twist in our overall release strategy. Uh, but um, we did have a lot of interest. A lot of customers have adopted the OGC uh, specification geo package for their storage of geospatial information. And um, a lot of them now are even using it as an exchange. So uh, instead of using shape files, they're passing data back and forth using a geo package. On top of that, uh, we had a customer who wanted to implement some of our mobile capabilities. And um, the integration that we did uh, required us in, in GeoMedia to have, a have the ability to actually import and export that data. 
into the geo package. So that kind of drove us to actually adding this, this geo package data server to the release. Um, so now we, we actually have some integration. We have integration between the mobile product line and geo media for passing data back and forth. Uh, customers can export their enterprise information out of the GIS database, uh, put that on a tablet, uh, uh, Apple or Android tablet, take it to the field, uh, collect information, and then come back and then use GeoMedia's data server capabilities to take that back into their enterprise database. Um, we went so far as to even add the Geo package as our default uh, warehouse type in GeoMedia. That's a change for us. Uh, usually it's always been access. Mm -hmm. um, but because the geo package is, is, is portable, it's lightweight, it's redistributable, uh, it just made sense for us to give that to the customers as the first option for um, their uh, geo, geo media um, warehouses. Um, the second thing, of course, builds upon what Brad just spoke about in spatial modeling um, and spatial model editor. We have been working diligently uh, to add geo media capabilities as spatial operators. Um, making them available both in Imagine and as Brad uh, and Imagine capabilities are also available in GeoMedia. So we've added things like the uh, generate functional attributes, um, intersect features, mask features, merge features are all new spatial operators for the 2018 release. Um, we've added some new expressions. Uh, expressions are pretty critical to the generate functional attributes uh, processing. So even with the uh, spatial model editor, you've got some new expressions you can leverage as well. Um, and of course, with, with uh, GeoMedia now, um, in addition to the spatial model operators, you can use those models that you develop anywhere inside of the GeoMedia product. So just like you use queries, features, categories, and everything else in GeoMedia, any command that um, inside of the GeoMedia that can operate on features can now operate on spatial models. Excellent. What are some of the new features in ImageStation? Uh, image station, um, the big news there is um, the fact that we support a lot of more satellite sensors. Uh, any sensor that can be modeled using RPCs, uh, rational polynomial coefficients. We've also added um, remote sen um, the remote sensing model as well. So things like Spot 7, Spot 6, um, Comstat, uh, Rapid Eye are all sensors now that can be used inside of GeoMedia. I mean, sorry, Image Station. Uh, so yes, um, that's that's something we have been doing for the last couple of years, and we'll continue to do is to to add support for for the satellite sensors. Um, but uh, at the same time, we we added for the 2018 release in Image Station the support for UAVs. So not everyone is is happy with the the low cost uh, black box approach of generating data off of UAVs and some of the image station customers had approached us and asked us to, to add the possibility of taking UAV data into image station because they'd like to control. Uh, image station gives them control over the quality of the products they're producing and, and now they can do that uh, with the image station product line. All right. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate it. Chris, what's new with Erdis Apollo? Well, Brian, um, a bit of context, I guess, for Apollo. Uh, we continue being a, our enterprise data management uh, platform for many of our customers. And what that really means is that we provide a technical platform that allows organizations to, to discover, manage, and deliver their information and data uh, across the organization, whether that's internal or external. One of the key new features with our 2018 release uh, back in March was um, really... Uh, 
extending our journey for introducing new RESTful APIs. As an enterprise platform, integrating with other enterprise business systems is obviously very, very crucial. And beginning with our 2016 release last year, we introduced a, a really re-implementation of our REST APIs. With the 2018 release back in, back in March, we've really extended that and really covered um, almost all of the workflows that customers will need to do to integrate us within uh, other business systems. So, uh, for example, Clip, Zip and Ship wasn't previously covered. And now with 2018, that's, that's fully supported and able to be integrated. Um, one other key feature, I think, for our 2018 release, uh, which I'm very proud of, is our uh, vastly improved uh, Windows security integration. In previous releases, we, we did have um, some level of support for that workflow, but we've really um, uh, re-implemented uh, that in the 2018 release, uh, which really means it's uh, from configuring and integrating within a domain security setting, it's far, far easier than previous releases. From an organizational point of view, uh, there's immediate benefits there. Um, users, we reuse uh, existing domain credentials and roles and security uh, levels that have already been managed by corporate IT, for example. But really from a user perspective, uh, one of the, the main benefit I love to see is uh, if you're using a supported browser, there's no username or password credentials. It automatically logs you in straight away. Uh, username, passwords are simply transparently, but securely, I must add, uh, now gone with the 2018 release if you are configured in this, in this manner. Excellent. Yeah, it's good to know about the, the security on that, but also just the, the, yeah, the ease of it, which is nice. Excellent. How about Geocompressor? So Geocompressor, again, uh, is our purpose-built uh, sort of uh, mosaicing and compression tool. While we do have, obviously, very similar compression and mosaicing workflows, both in Vince's Image Station and, and Brad's uh, Imagine tools, Geocompressor is a very purpose-built application that does only one thing. Uh, very um, purpose-built for our data provider customers. So as part of the provider suite, uh, we complement um, the data provider workflows uh, in such a way that we can compress the mosaic imagery far larger than any other application that can on the market. With GE Compressor 2018, we've really sort of reached a point where we believe uh, performance and scalability has already been met, both uh, across Windows and Linux platforms. So 2018 was really uh, adding incremental features that some of our data provider customers have been requesting, um, such as basic uh, clipping, uh, where instead of mosaicing to a single output, um, you can also use and define regions. So you could still mosaic a, an extremely, say, countrywide mosaic, but instead of writing out a single file, you can uh, clip or crop the outputs to many different regions that have been specified, such as via a shapefile. That's incredibly powerful for our, our customers who are using Geocompressor as kind of a end utility bolted onto their wider data processing workflow. So for example, uh, passing in the administrative boundaries, for example, and then customers um, are, are delivered those administration, uh, administrative boundaries uh, immediately uh, rather than getting a, a countrywide mosaic, which may be not fit for purpose. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for sharing all of these updates and, and information. This is fantastic. It's good to hear all of the great things going on. So thank you for being on today and thank you for your time. Appreciate it. No problems. Thanks a lot. Thank, thank you. you. For more information about today's topic, visit hexagongeospatial.com. And to listen to additional episodes and learn more, visit hxgnspotlight.com. Thanks for tuning in.